BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Yeah, I'm going to something over. Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land. Hammer here, welcoming you to this special follow-up episode with Melissa Jensen. For those who might not have heard her previous episode from November in 2020, uh, where she spoke to Brother Boggs about her mission, Melissa is racing for addiction recovery. Her goal for 2021 is to finish 72 plus races, 1500 plus obstacles and a hundred, sorry, a thousand plus miles to smash the world record for the most obstacle course races completed in a year. Well, it's mid-year and here we are, June, time, it flies by. Um, It's time to check in with Melissa and see how her goal's coming along. So welcome back to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you for asking. How are you? Ah, fantastic. Uh, loving this uh, beautiful, rainy slash sunny Pacific Northwest weather up here. <laughs> um, so if you don't mind, before we start, um, I'd kind of like to take a minute to get listeners kind of reacquainted with your story. Um, okay. So I am a recovering addict. I have been clean now. Um, August 15th will be six years. So, Wow. Um, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um so this is something I'm extremely passionate about. I, um, for so many years, I, um, was, you know, had all these addictions and I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't know that there was a life that I could have outside of my addictions. And so now that, um, I'm, you know, living my actual best life, I want to be that light for somebody else. I want to, help people understand that yes, addiction is a disease and it's hard and um, it can seem impossible to escape, but there is a way out. And I just, like I said, I want to be that person for somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let's check in on the progress. Uh, How many races have you completed? Okay. So (laughs) We all know that 2020 was a nightmare and they canceled all kinds of races. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this this year's the first year I've done OCR in almost two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, because of COVID, um, I had, there's already been 23 races that have been canceled for me just oh from the beginning of the year. So um, my first race wasn't even until February. However, um, we restarted my year so my year is going to start at april and so it's going to go from april to april okay um and i'm at 17 races so far since april and absolutely um, yeah i mean who said who said you had to do it january through december i mean it's a i i did it exactly exactly <laughs> i mean right? <laughs> time time is time it doesn't have to yes. be january 1st through december 31st so i guess i would say i'm pretty adamant about that that um you know if you if you set a start date, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter what time you're starting. It doesn't have to like with people with like the um, new year's resolutions, you know, like, Oh, January 1st, I'm going to start eating better. It doesn't have to be January 1st. Why does it have to be January 1st? Exactly. So um, awesome. So um, of those races, are there any that stand out um, as your favorite so far? Um, That's a tough one. So the Phoenix race 
was probably the most unique of all the races that I've done. The obstacles were probably the most challenging. Um, Mm -hmm. Spartan races, you know, they're always the same obstacles, which Spartan races are very challenging. Don't get me wrong, but um, (laughs) the Phoenix race might might have been my favorite as far as challenging obstacles. Okay. But the Montana, the Montana beast that, I I mean, Montana is (laughs) beautiful. So, (laughs) So that was probably the the most scenic. Okay, yeah. Um, I actually um, I was uh, supposed to go to Montana. I think it was last year or 2019. I don't remember. It's been a because um, I, I really wanted to do that one. I think it was 2019. Um, and I've heard I've just heard so many great stories about Montana. And I mean, I've been through Montana driving, but I've just never you know competed in a Spartan event um, over there and. There's quite a few people that get together. They all get a house together, um, you know, rent that out for the weekend and go do the race and just have a bunch of fun. Um, so I know that um, prior to your interview with, uh, with, with Boggs in November that you hadn't yet run a Spartan race. So, you know, from what you mentioned before, you've definitely done one or probably even quite a few at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your initial impression? of of Spartan since you hadn't done one up to that point. So, so my very first Spartan race was, um, Vegas. It was a Vegas super, which is actually where I live. So that was cool. Um, and it was all in sand. (laughs) You had to run through miles of sand. And so that sucked. (laughs) That was, that was terrible. But, um, the, okay. So, I did, I did the super on Saturday and then I did the sprint on Sunday and the first, uh, the super was, like I said, it was, it, the sand sucked. The obstacles <laughs> is my first time doing them. And so I had quite a hard time, but when I went back and did this, the sprint, it was like, I think I failed one obstacle and everything else was amazing. And so I think that's the best part about the Spartans is that feeling after you, you do something hard <laughs> or like yeah. you do something that you weren't able to do before. Or just it's that feeling of accomplishment is amazing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know that, I know that Don uh, mentioned in the last interview with you that, um, you know, he had said that at one point starting out a 5k was an accomplishment, you know, something to, to strive for, for us. And, um, you know, when I first started doing OCR, I was, I was a lot bigger than I am now. I was almost 400 pounds and, um, you know, I haven't gotten down below 300 yet, but honestly for my, I mean, I'm six foot one. So for me, you know, right at about 300 pounds, I'm not, I'm not like super huge, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really in the, um, I guess I could just say I'm like, I'm filled out, you know? Yeah. Um, so starting out. 5Ks were were like a goal for us, and um, you know now we just uh, we just went and did what was it? What did we do? We did Rugged Maniac last week down in Portland, and um, and we just I mean we breezed through it. It was awesome. I, I, you know um, the the feeling that you get coming through that. Um, I know that the first the first Spartan I ever went through, I had pretty much the same experience. Like I'd never done any of these obstacles before. Um, you know, there were some really weird ones. It's like, yeah, this is this thing. Um, you know, I know that, uh, we did, I can't even remember the the name of it off the top of my head, but it was like a weird, like 
curved one where you have to like climb up the like the bars they're horizontal bars but you have to climb up this curved incline but it's like an inverted oh yeah 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 i don't remember what it's called but i was like yeah i'd i'd I'm, i'll try it but i doubt i'm gonna get it and i i didn't get it but <laughs> but yeah i mean you know and, and that was something that um that required for me a lot of upper body strength and a lot of grip strength mm-hmm. and i I'm still working on that. Like I, I just don't have it. Um, I mean, us bigger guys, you know, we're not really able to hold, you know, the entire weight of our body with just these 10 little digits. And um, this past um, rugged maniac that we did actually Don and I um, Don made it farther than I did, but um, he made it pretty much to the last transition point on, on an obstacle in the rugged maniac. And I actually made it, probably four or five. Um, and they're like free swinging, like free hanging, free swinging monkey bars. And they're actually pretty big around, you know, like the, their pipes, not just actual. Mm-hmm. Monkey bars. And um, I probably made it about four or five in and I've never done that before, you know, and this is the first time I've done an OCR in two years. Uh-huh. And, you know, and it's like, even just that was a sense of accomplishment. So I know, um, I know where you're coming from when, you know, you say that you did the super and you're just like, man, this is, you know, you approach the obstacles, you've never done them before. And then you go to the sprint. Now, you know what to expect. And you're like, ah, I go into it with a different game plan. Um, and when we did the beast in 2019 up in Seattle, um, that was one of those times where you, you do something that you don't think you're going to accomplish. You know, we did the, we did the Seattle beast. And I, that was a grueling, just long day for me because at the time I had never done anything that long and we just dug in, you know, focused and got it all done. And by the end of that, um, I don't even remember how long it took us. I think, you know, I think it took us like eight or nine hours, I think, cause it was just, I wasn't ready for it. Um, right. you know, I, I hadn't really trained up into that point and I don't, at that at the beginning of it, I was like, you know what? It's Spartan. I know what to expect. You know, it's just, no, it kicked my butt. And, um, but at the end of it, you know, um, that sense of accomplishment, you know, I, I didn't think that I would ever really be emotional after finishing a, a race. And after that, I sat down and I cried a little bit because it was nice. You know, it was like, I accomplished something that I really wanted to do. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's awesome that you kind of you kind of had that introduction to it. I did actually talk last year um, to one of the, um, one of the organizers, of the Phoenix race. And I've been wanting to get down to that um, ever since I talked to them. Cause they just, they have such a different approach to, to OCR. To me, honestly, I think it, I think it sounds better just because it sounds more challenging. Cause like I said, I know, I know what to expect from Spartan. Everybody knows mm-hmm. what to from a Spartan race. And, you know, switching it up, doing something, you know, local. I know Don's been raving about Phoenix Race for a while. So that's that's awesome. I'm glad that you got to experience that. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. So along the way... Um, have you been approached or contacted by any racers that have been influenced by your story? No, actually. Um, so every single race that I, I go to, I have a shirt that says, um, 
racing for recovery and in hopes that, you know, somebody will ask me about my shirt. And so, um, nobody, nobody has ever said anything, um, except this last race in Ohio, two different people, you know, asked me, you know, well, what does that mean? And so I was able to, uh, tell them about my story and both of them had, um, family members who have been struggling with addiction. And so, um, so that was really cool. That was the actual first time that I was able to talk about why I'm running, which is why I'm running. So, (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun and and everything, but, um, I'm really, I'm really out to just try to spread awareness. Like that's, that's my goal. Yeah. So speaking of the race in Ohio, let's, uh, let's recap that. How was that? (laughs) Where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like Don said, let's start from the beginning. Okay. So the beast, this was, I don't think you could make a muddier race. I don't think it's possible (laughs) to make a muddier race. There's, and not just mud, this, there were types of mud I didn't know existed, like clay and, and I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) It was was brutal, brutal. Anytime that like, you finally make it through the mud, Mm -hmm. you'll have like, I don't know, maybe 50 yards where you can kind of run and kind of get in a groove again. And then back to more mud where you're fighting to, to get your legs out of it because it's uh, sucking you down, but yep. so yeah, that was brutal. It was, I bet. <laughs> it was sometimes, sometimes I was like, I would say sometimes I wonder when going through certain mud obstacles, I'm like, did they just truck in like, like a special just batch of mud for this one spot? And I mean, sometimes it seems like that because you get in it. Um, we did, gosh, I can't remember which race it was. I think it was the super in 2019 in Seattle where, um, I actually lost one of my shoes and mind you, these things were tied on super tight. Cause I I've been through mud races before and I know that you get in there and they snatch your shoes off, uh, <laughs> but, um, I actually almost lost one again. And this was actually one of my innovates. And I had that thing just cinched down to my, my, uh, my ankles and almost to the point of like, it felt like it was going to cut off my circulation. It was kind of uncomfortable, but I wanted them to be on there. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't lose them. And it still pulled the thing right off. And I had to spend probably five minutes in the mud, just like sticking my hand down in there, trying to figure out where the heck the shoe was at. And it, it's just, but it's awesome. Though. Like the, you, you get in it. It's not like something that you would normally do on a regular daily basis, you know? Um, and I, the thing I enjoy the most, I think, about the mud is you get in it and you you crawl through it, you trudge through it, and you get out. And it's super, like, I wouldn't say super heavy, but it, it weighs you down. And as you're going, you, you think, oh, this is this is so tiring and all this mud on me. And as, like, a lot of it starts to come off, it starts to get a little bit easier. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, actually, I feel a little bit better. And um, there, it kind of reminds me of a um, little sidebar here. It kind of reminds me of a friend that that um, is a drummer for a band that um, I know in Oklahoma, he, he would play half the show with 10 pound ankle weights on and halfway through the show, he would take the ankle weights off and it was like, his legs were brand new. And that's kind of what the, the, uh, you know, you know, you just, you have all this weight and then you just, you know, you shake it all off and then you, you realize, Hey, it's really not that bad. I actually feel a little better. 
Uh, in in your opinion, what has been probably the most challenging part of this mission? Um, just the cost of everything. So I do have like the Spartan season pass, um, mm-hmm. but I have to fly everywhere and then, you know, stay in hotels. And so that's definitely the most challenging and, you know, trying to work it in with my schedule, which that kind of is easier because I'm a personal trainer and I do a lot of um, online virtual training. So <clears throat> that's kind of helpful, but yeah, it gets, it gets pretty pricey. <laughs> Oh and then yeah. flying back <laughs> after just doing three races. Oh, leg cramps for days. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, and, and I don't do well. Cause like I said, I'm six one. I don't do well with that because I, I have to have leg room. So honestly, for me to relax on a flight back, I have to get like first class or something. So somewhere I have, you know, or I have to get like an aisle, an aisle seat where I can at least stretch out one leg. Um, yeah. Cause I, like you said, leg cramps for days, just, ugh. Um, um, so for those listening, um, Melissa does actually have, um, a GoFundMe page. If you'd like to support, um, you can get on GoFundMe, um, and look for, uh, racing for addiction recovery. Um, you'll see it under Melissa Jensen. Um, also we will include, um, the link is included to that in our, uh, episode description. Uh, so feel free to, uh, click on that, you know, show a little bit of support. Help her on her road to, you know, crushing this world record for OCR races completed in one calendar year, not the one from January 1st to December 31st, but from April to April. Um, feel free to reach out to Melissa on social media as well and share some words of support. You know, every little bit helps. So now that you've got uh, you're at a family reunion and I don't want to hold you up too long. So um, before we conclude, um, are there any words of encouragement, wisdom or advice that you'd like to give our listeners? Or anyone in general? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, just what I what I try to tell everyone is that there's help out there. There's always somebody who has been there or been through worse or just can help you get to where you want to be. Nobody nobody needs to be so trapped in their addiction that they think that that's it, that there's there's no help, that there's like, you know, like this is it. This is, it's not it. It's not it. And there's a much better, happier, healthier life out there. And um, you just got to want it. You got to want it bad enough. And if you need help, I am here. I, I love helping. I, if you just need somebody to talk to, I, I, like I said, I am here. Absolutely. And, and, you know, really quick to touch on this, um, the, the whole community aspect. I mean, I know some people are kind of iffy about talking to people they don't even know. But until today, I've never met you. And yet here I am, we're talking, you know, it's, it's just that simple. I I think sometimes the, for me, I think it's easier to reach out to people that I don't know than it is to reach out to people that I know, because the people that I know, I don't want them. Like there's this weird, like, I don't know if it's because I'm internalizing it or if it's just because of my upbringing, but there's a part of me that I don't want to show weakness to those that I'm familiar with, you know? And that's, and I think that's something that I, I would say all of humanity instinctively struggles with. They don't want to be seen um, as, sorry, I have the hiccups. Um, they don't want to be seen as having this, um, this weakness, you know, and, and I've got a couple of friends who, you know, have really picked themselves up over the past couple of years and really turned their lives around 
because they they basically championed that that weakness. They're they finally just said, you know, I can't continue to to like internalize this and and like live like this, just eating myself up. I have to get this out and and actually talk to somebody. Um, so yeah, you know, it's I love that uh, you know you're so willing to to talk to you know those that are struggling. I know I know Don talks to a lot of people as well. You know, I do feel like it's a lot easier to talk to somebody that you don't know about these because there are so many other people in the world that that go through the same problems. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say all of the same combination of problems, but you're not you're not the sole person who is struggling with just it's like you're not the only person. There are so many other people that deal with something like this. You know, whether it be alcohol, whether it be drugs, whether it be, you know, food, which is currently mine, it's all re- like it's relative. There, there are so many others out there. And I know that that's a big thing. People, people think, you know, oh, you know, nobody could possibly be going through the same thing I'm going through, but there are. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I've, I've talked to people that I barely know. And, you know, honestly, I'd say nine times out of 10, they're the most helpful because, you realize that, you know, they're, they're going through the same things that you are. Um, you know, whereas when you talk to somebody like that, you know, I think they, sometimes they kind of try to take more of like, um, just a support type role. And they say, you know, oh, you're doing great, you know, and they want you, they will kind of want to, they want to kind of show you that they're there to support you, but I don't think sometimes they know how, whereas like I said, you know, somebody that you don't know, it just, I don't know, for some reason it works better. You know, I don't know really quite how to explain it. I'm at a loss for words, but I really do feel like talking with somebody um, that you don't know that has, you know, a similar experience, a similar background really does help. So like Melissa said, you know, if you're struggling with something, um, you know, whether it be drug addiction or, you know, alcohol addiction, anything, you know, reach out, you know, she's, she's definitely willing to talk. Um, you know, I would love, uh, I would love to see when, you know, when we catch up later, I would love to see that, um, there's been kind of a, you know, an uptick in people that maybe reach out and, and encourage you, or maybe even reach out for advice. You know, I would love to see that when we catch up in, in the future. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I won't take up too much more of your time. Um, I really, um, before we go, I really want to say thank you so much for joining us, um, for sharing your story, your passion, um, and for, you know, for helping us all become greater, better versions of ourselves. Ah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for helping me share my my story. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we'll definitely, uh, keep in touch and we'll definitely, uh, like to, um, see how it's going. You know, even if, even if we don't do like an actual physical interview, even if it's just something like a text or, or, you know, uh, or a Facebook message or something on Instagram or whatever, you know, um, we'll definitely reach out and see how you're doing and do what we can to encourage you on your way. Thank you so much. Well, Melissa, we can't wait to catch up with you again um, and find out the amazing details of this journey. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. You as well. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, Find us on Facebook, like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. 
Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.